Today we're talking all things love and intimacy. That means we may be using words that are not appropriate for little ones. I do want to warn you now. Encourage you to wear your headphones, listen anyway, but definitely be warned. There's a bit of TMI in this podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Level of Latina. Today's podcast is a treat. We are going to talk all things love. And love involves relationships, intimacy, challenges, and just evolving in love. So I'm super excited to be here with you girls today and talk all things love. Level of Latina partners with working mamas and women alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals. So find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Ceci, Vero, and Irene, and we are here together in Redondo Beach, California. And we yeah. are Level Up Latina. <laughs> so welcome. We're so excited to be together today. Yay. This is the funniest way to podcast for us. You're going to get our best us. We just keep getting better at this thing, and it's a labor of love. So if you hear paper shuffling, if you hear a bed squeaking, that's okay. If you hear a sniffling. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. What you're going to hear is also three women that love this work and love love. And, and love each other. Love yes. it. Yeah. If it's all things love, it's also about friendship. It's like the guy at the liquor store said, I hope you guys are always together. Oh, yeah. That was the that best. Was so cool. I said these were friends and they were visiting and he said, well, I hope you're always together. Now that's that's a great day to talk about love. Yes. That was a great day. Because love is also friendship and love is not being perfect. So mm-hmm. disregard all the other sounds you hear. <laughs> but definitely regard the laughter and the joy. So I wanted to start today's podcast. We always do a tip of the day. I wanted to start with the tip of the day, weirdly enough. Because we are going to talk, I think, primarily about relationships, whether you're dating a male, a female, whether you're married, whether you're just in a boyfriend-girlfriend courtship, or you've been together for a long time, married for quite a while. We're going to talk romantic love, so just to preface with that. And my tip of the day is, if you are finding yourself in a relationship right now, where you're in the honeymoon stage, you know, first year, getting mm-hmm. to know each other, the time when you forgive all things, oh. and the time when that per- person can do no wrong, and they love you, and they always want to be mm-hmm. with you, and you think that time is hard, get out now. <laughs> I always tell people that your honeymoon stage has to be your best stage, really. I feel that what relationship starts kind of on the bad foot and then sort of stays there, it's going to stay there, right? Like, mm-hmm. your relationship that doesn't start in a good place will likely not develop yeah. into a good place. So my tip of the day is, if you are listening to this and you already feel like, Things in my relationship, in my honeymoon stage, are not working. Get out, get out, get out. It's hard. Turn to us. We will coach through that for days. We know that you might try to look the other way and say, oh, this person's going to change. Never, Never. ever, ever the case. If you see a pink flag, we learned that recently in conference. (laughs) Not a red flag, but a pink flag. Anything is telling you that this is not the right relationship, this is not the right place, and especially if it's early on, six months to a year, get out. Also, gut feeling. Gut feeling. If it just doesn't feel right. um, If it it, doesn't feel right, it's not right. So whatever we're going to continue to say moving forward really has to do with the relationship that at the very minimum was a beautiful relationship in the beginning and had a good, real honeymoon phase, and it's someone that you really are going to do the work with and love. So that's our tip of the day. We'll also talk about, you know, making time for intimacy. Mm-hmm. And brown chicken, brown so important. <laughs> so where do we want to start and hit is? Maybe we should quickly say something neat about our partner or how long we've been with our partners. What do you guys think about that? That's cool. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, let's kind of set the tone. So you know the frame of reference that we're coming from. Maybe how many years we've been together. Something briefly and give folks kind of a place to connect and they can see themselves and who we are and the stories we're telling. Okay. Sounds start with you, 
I'm the I'm Vero, and I am in the most recent relationship with my partner, my boyfriend, who now we have two kids together. Okay, now the plan was not even to have one because we weren't together <laughs> at the time. Um, Friendship turns was, into love. We're friends. We're good friends. Uh, we had reconnected a couple years back, and. Next thing you know, uh, we got along really well. We always hit it off, had good chemistry, great conversation, and we enjoyed each other's company. And, and, by, and, and by company, <laughs> I think she means sex. Oh, yeah. Okay. The sex was right. amazing. It was great. Good. It was great. I mean, I, I have no complaints about it. Thank you, baby boy. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but from that, um, we've been together now, officially together, for... 15 months wonderful wow so the honeymoon stage is good it's good (laughs) so now we're actually dating Mm -hmm. you know so we have two kids and I guess we're like all right maybe we'll have a third but first let's date each other see Mm -hmm. if we really like each other Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that's the interesting part right now the dating getting to know each other more at a deeper deeper level because now he's he's seen me in an inside and out it's uh, labor. Labor is a beautiful labor is an amazing. <laughs> no, but oh, it's yeah. interesting the connection though. Fifteen months, but you've known him forever since college. Yes, and because of the woman sitting here next yes. to you, yes. thank you to yes. the connection to us meeting this guy who would eventually become the father of, of your two yeah. children. children. Yes, yeah. you yeah. do not know where you're meeting the love of your you life. You never know. And I so, back then I was like, he's a cool dude. Yeah. And Jordis, we all thought there. he was a cool dude. In fact, we yeah. all thought they were great together. So yeah. we were hoping that this would become boyfriend girlfriend scenario. It did. And it, it did. did. In mommy daddy um, scenario. Yeah, my heart's happy. Oh, beautiful, you know? beautiful. Happy heart. Happy, what about you, Sissy? For me, uh, my heart's very, very happy. My husband and I have been together, well, together six years, married for almost four. July will be four years. Uh, and we, well, you'll get to learn a little bit more about how we met our, our significant others, but we met running. Uh, we hit it off, uh, went on our first date. We got together within two weeks. We were inseparable. My, my sister says that we were inseparable from day one and still are. Uh, now we're, you know, we're parents and it's, it's, it's harder to keep kind of like the, you know, the, the relationship and uh, not the relationship, the but spark. the spark because he's super busy, I'm super busy. So, um, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today. Also, how do we keep that spark and how do we continue dating our, our spouses? Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, married four years, happy, happily married four years. Um, we are both Scorpios. Um, oh, so you know that passion yes. is there in the so bedroom. I will say, I will yes, say, Scorpio. yeah, very, very passionate um, when it comes to intimacy from the beginning. And uh, I'll just say that we've been very adventurous in our in our sex life. Get it, girl. Oh, that's nice. Right. That's I right. like it. It's years of adventure. <laughs> okay, so that brings me to me, Irene, and her boo thing, husband, father of her three babies. Why am I speaking mm-hmm. in third person? Because she's that bad. <laughs> uh, no, we've been together, gosh, like 16 years now. We've mm-hmm. known each other since high school, dated in college, at the end of college, which is great because we got to be on our own and be wild and single and adventurous outside of being together, which I yeah. think is important for us, at least it was. And we dated for two, three years, got married. You know, we've got our kids are a bit older. Our oldest is 12. And so we've been married about... Gosh, 13 years now. We renewed our vows about seven years in Mm -hmm. so we could have the Catholic wedding. We love parties, so (laughs) it was good to have another party. There you go. Um, So, yeah, we've been together 13 years, married, 16 years together. 
And it has been a beautiful thing because a marriage, if it's going to be a long-term marriage, is work. And it is the best work you're going to do. And you learn that year after year after year. Yeah, the sex is great and having kids Mm -hmm. is really bonding and the connection is there. But you're also running a household. You're evolving. You're changing. Imagine how much we've changed in those 16 years together. So we're reinventing ourselves and growing together and learning together. And that's the perspectives you get today. You get the perspectives of... The boyfriend and the girlfriend over here yeah. dating each other. You get the perspective of twin parents with their little ones keeping the flame alive. Crazy with the short, craziness. running shorts. Running shorts. <laughs> yeah, with running the running shorts short. still running. Yeah. And you get the perspective of a time-tested couple here who's given it the best they got yeah. and, and very happily married as well. So we're going to share that today and we'll get right into it. I think I'm going to start with my therapy story. Gary, go for it, yeah. I have a cool therapy story. Last week's podcast, Vero mentioned therapy and how Latino families can sometimes look down on it. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't need therapy. I'm not going to therapy. You know, this sort of taboo. Well, a couple of years ago, maybe a few years ago now, I asked my husband to actually give us therapy as a gift, which he's just like, you're crazy. Like, you're always <laughs> wanting these really random things. He doesn't call me crazy. He says I'm too much, but he likes that about me. <laughs> like, why would we go to therapy? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, we're always evolving. We're always growing. I mean, look how I just introduced yeah. us. You're reinventing yes. yourself. You're evolving. You're growing. So he did give me therapy. He, like, yelped this therapist. when you're being great. Uh, we had to make the investment, but it was worth it because it was like a gift. I love gifts. I mentioned, you know, before that that's one of my love languages. So we start going to therapy, and the funniest thing about therapy is that as we're going to therapy every week, I'm like, oh my god, this is supposed to be about us, and I think I'm the one with the problem. <laughs> because Dang at it. the end of therapy, I would feel, and I think you sort of talked about this before in another podcast, Vittle, that like I just needed to talk, I needed to hash it out, like maybe I had some healing and some trauma from my childhood, and I thought I was there to make mm-hmm. my marriage better. When the therapist met us, she said wow, you guys are different. Most couples come here if they're getting divorced, if there's infidelity, if there's something wrong. They don't think of therapy as a maintenance. A preventive. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like we took this preventative approach. But I thought, like, well, I just wanted it. I go, we, we can get to the next level. We can be better. In the process we learned in therapy, we both were bringing baggage into the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so it was good for us to do this preemptive thing. We learned that our fights were kind of cycles, these fights that couples just kind of have. They're the, the same, same, having. same, same cycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wrote it on this rinky dink posted and it seemed real simple but it was three things and I'm like oh my god she's right I fight with him all the time about these things and it has to do with my upbringing it has nothing to do with my poor husband so I wanted to share that story because my biggest takeaway of therapy was stop having the same old fights out of nothing decide mm-hmm. what your deal breakers are because you know if you've been together 13 years at that point or whatever mm-hmm. it was yeah. you know you're having the same old fights and they're pointless because they're not deal breakers you're not going to break up with your husband you're not going to break the deal which is marriage over who does the dishes or doesn't mm-hmm. do yeah. the dishes you're not going to break up with your spouse over things that don't matter. But you'll fight about them. You will straight up fight about yes, who didn't hang that towel. Yeah. Then when I once got in a fight about who needed to hang the towel where, when, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, like dumb fights I'm that are not, not really, not not really about a towel. Yeah, They're exactly. not really about a towel. But so you get a dumb fights that are not deal breakers. So we got to each write down our deal breakers, which are good things like abuse will not be tolerated, infidelity, mm-hmm. or drug addiction, I think, mm-hmm. were some of the ones. So determine your deal breakers. So if you can't go to therapy today or you don't plan to do something like therapy, take that exercise and think about it with your partner. Mm-hmm. In a relationship, That's you got to think about the deal breakers, think about what fights are not worth having, and stop having those fights. So that's my therapy story. I don't know if you guys can relate or have any similar stories to coping with being in a relationship, which takes handling challenges and evolving. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the love languages because I didn't know much about them until you, Irene, introduced me to the book um, after for our wedding, actually. So I, we read the book, I think, at the beginning, maybe within like the first month of us being married, and we learned 
each other's love languages. I'm not too sure what mine are. I still forget what they are. What they are, but I know my husband likes um, what is physical it? touch. The physical touch mm-hmm. and words of affirmation. The words of affirmation, I always kind of forget. Like, like to thank them mm-hmm. for like just you know just daily oh, little things. You. So yeah. I, I like I'll I'll try to remind myself. Okay, he likes this. You know, remind him. Or sometimes even like after an argument, for example, like my husband likes to be touched or like you know and i'm and he's like looking at me saying like you're just sitting there with your arms crossed like what yeah oh my god no. it's his love language yeah. we i thought you were touching. sorry we should, yeah. be we should be talking we should be yes. words of affirmation yes. me yeah yeah hold my <laughs> tell me let me touch me you yeah. know <laughs> hold my hand yeah. like caress my face you you know but you, you don't know need that. that so it's weird right so it's weird for me because i don't need that and so i'm not thinking that way but he does yeah so i have to remind myself oh yeah like yeah. we're okay oh, like you know we're we're um we're in this together, you know, it's not hold you against hand, me, hold my yeah, hand, like, we're shoulder. talking, yeah, we're having an argument, but this is healthy, like, let's, yes. let's, let's touch each other. I think for me is words of, or acts of service. Oh, I love that one. Acts of services, that's my, one of my love languages. The other thing that I also like, which I don't know if it falls into the love languages, but I love when my husband, like, dedicates songs to me. Oh, yeah. It's so almost words, like, like words, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Okay, so words of affirmation, I guess. Uh, because he re- he'll uh, send me songs that he would dedicate to me when we were first mm-hmm. dating. So, like, listening to the songs again and, like, just knowing how I felt, like, bringing it back to the beginning. Oh, my God. I, I stay on. And, That's so critical and to keep that. the romance alive. Yeah. yeah. If it's important to you. Yeah. Some relationships yeah, yeah. don't want it. Yeah. That's cool. That's if good. it works for you, it, works, it works for you. you yeah. And you know that you gotta ask for it. You gotta do it. You gotta put in the work. Because romance is one of those easy things to forget about. That's why date yeah. nights are important to me because I think that gives us a natural opportunity to be romantic. My husband has always opened the car door for me. Me oh, too. My husband always. too. Yeah. And the other day we got in this weird little spat in front of our friends on a date night. If you're listening, you know who you are. And maybe you would describe the spat as more than weird. <laughs> as for Irene's like, I can open my own door. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the night. He opened the door for me. He totally oh, opened the door for still. me. And I know I was getting under his skin because. I was getting under his skin and picking at him. But the point is that if romance is important to you, or if it's your love language, like physical touch physical or touch. whatever it is, that that's part of doing the work. Doing the work of getting through tough fights or understanding each other. I love how you said, like, oh, that's right. We're good. Let me touch you. Like, yes, we're yeah. good. Then you put your ego aside. For me, it's like, yeah. I'm very egoic. I can be more temperamental. So I could even withhold. And I, I had that in kind of, my, kind of my notes for today. I can withhold when I'm angry. Like, oh, I know he likes... Touch. I'm not going to touch him right now, you know, but I learned through the work. <laughs> yeah. I learned through doing the work. That only hurts me as I love being in a good place with my husband. Way back in our relationship, like if I was feeling resentful because he wasn't mm-hmm. as much of a communicator as I am, mm-hmm. I obviously like to talk it out. He may not. He wants to breathe, walk away. The therapist has taught us about let people mm-hmm. breathe, let people walk away. They don't have to cope how you cope. You want to talk. They don't. you got to let each other be in your process. In that process, I realized like, oh, I can't withhold sex from him if I'm resentful. That's also hurting me. Yeah, no, that's going to hurt both of you. It's hurting me. Oh, my God, yes. But in a weird way, it's like I just, yeah. I wanted my space, right? Or I wanted my... Or you're just good. more like, you, you, don't, you don't get this because you were disrespectful in this yeah. sense. You didn't, you know, or we got in this fight about the wet towel or whatever yeah. we didn't yeah. fight about. But yeah. those things that you do, I wanted to share that because, like, don't do those things. Do those it's things hard, so. but you got to look at yourself in the mirror. No, it's funny. Your relationship it's, is yeah. you doing things. Yeah, so, and most of the time it's like we, we're the hardest on ourselves, yes. right? Yes. So it's funny you mentioned that because I there's you know uh, my man and I are learning um, what makes us tick what really yeah. is upsetting and we're learning to be a couple because mm-hmm. uh, and part of it is okay you know right now I I'm at home a lot I don't go out a lot I mean I have a 19 month old and a three month old so I'm like in my throne not even that not not the porcelain throne I'm in <laughs> my little chair where I have my pump next to it I have my water bottle. 
And that's where I nursed him. And I'm there the entire day. Yeah. I really, I, I feel like, I feel bad for my little daughter because I'm not up and playing with her like I used to be. But right now, this little this little it's being needs me. And it's temporary. Pass. It's temporary. So I can't go out. I can't be out with my friends. I It's hard for, for him and I to make plans to go out and date each other. Mm-hmm. But um, so there'll be times where he's like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go meet up the guys. I'm going to go meet my friends. And I want to be like, oh, why? You know, Take me with you. I should be going with you. We should be going out for a drink. And I'm just like, okay. It just, but it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And he'll go out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's cool. Who are you going with? And I want to know just the basics. Yep. I don't, I'm not asking you to give me a play-by-play of your night. Mm-hmm. Just check in with me. Mm-hmm. You're not just on your own anymore. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. a girlfriend at home mm-hmm. with your two babies. You and you have a family. And we care about you. And we need you. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know. Yep. Everything's going to right. Who are you going to be with? Where are you going to go? In case mm-hmm. anything goes down, what if I need you? Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah. So I would be upset. I'm like, you know what? I'm... I don't know. I just don't really like this. Not a and good idea. It, you not shouldn't a good be idea. doing that. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Enough. Why am I going to bicker at it? Bicker at it. And then a lot of those things are my insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. Because in my previous relationships, mm-hmm. I had, I was cheated on. Mm-hmm. Like the trust was broken. Mm-hmm. So trust. Once trust is broken, mm-hmm. then you're like, it's a lot more difficult to try to be um, mm-hmm. understanding of your partner, mm-hmm. um, giving them their space, mm-hmm. being intimate. Mm-hmm. So it really limits you and hinders you. Um, and it has nothing to do with you because it wasn't your mistake. Yes. Somebody else did. Yes. So now I'm like, no, give him that trust. And that right. trust will be there um, unless there's a reason for it to be exactly. broken and not to be there anymore. It would be non-existent. So it's, so it's the work you do. Yeah. Funny, like to make your relationship work, which is such a great point here. You're not going to change anyone. No. You know, whatever relationship not. you're in on the other side, we all learned that the hard way. So I said my therapy story and I realized sitting in therapy like, wow, what I was thinking is true. I got to get me good here. Mm-hmm. Like I think. Will and Jada Smith, they talk a lot about that. Yeah. It's about you. It's about yeah. you. I love that she's always talking about the work she's got to do to stay married to Will Smith and be Jada Pinkett Smith. And it is so true. And that's such a hard thing. We it's all hard yeah, to we want, Yeah, it's hard to acknowledge. You want to be in a relationship where the person at first in the honeymoon stage loved you and protected you and did all the right things and could do no wrong. And eventually they go into their own bubble. You go mm-hmm, into your own bubble. Mm-hmm. And you got to do the work. And you're right. Yeah. For you, it's maybe a trust thing that makes you doubt. And then you, luckily, Vettel can say, wait, I can't put that on him. Yeah. That's about a past relationship. Me withholding sex from my partner could be something that I, I, I don't connect it to a past relationship, but maybe growing up. Like, that's how we took love away or gave it back. Took love away or gave it back. And that was maybe a dynamic mm-hmm. with parents or yeah, with like, siblings. And without realizing it, we're doing it to our poor partner. I'm so glad yeah. that I had that awakening. Because sex was See, good before yeah. and sex has been great after. But I had to get over, like, oh, I don't want to withhold sex from him when we're angry or fighting. Yeah. That just creates this wedge between us. And so for me, too, habits. in habits. those times, I remember I was telling you, I think I told you this, I'm like, he would uh, he would get home from being out at night. And I'm like, oh, kind of like, you know, oh, you left me with the kids by myself. And... I'll roll over and like I don't want to don't touch me. But mm-hmm. then I'm like he wants to touch me and I'm like loving it, loving yeah. it. I'm like yeah. you know what? Yes, baby, get over here. Yeah. You know, let's end your night with a bang. Yes. If you know what I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm with you. Yes, with yeah, me by my side, and, and it's like that part. I'm like that's fine. I, yes, I feel you, and I'm right here for you. So yes. I would like no, I'm not yes. gonna withhold. My mom would probably yeah. be a tonta, no. Yeah, yeah, but no. I'm like no, yeah. this is my me, and this is how I process it, and yeah. this is how I'm gonna deal with it. And for me, it's okay. Yeah, that's good that you recognize that. It's also very important that he has that time with his friends, um, mm-hmm. because that's yes. needed. This is something that I constantly tell my my husband, like, hey, you should uh, you know call your friends, like go hang out with them. Go call like, the Hawares. Yeah, go call the Hawares. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, oh yeah, right, Chula, you're right. Uh, so I make sure that he, he gets that, like, 
boy time too because he needs like just like I need my girl time he needs that too yeah and then consistent going out on dates with each other but he needs his his guy times no I think I think it's critically important to have that balance being mm-hmm. home being respectful of your family mm-hmm. being away from your family because we talk a lot about self-care being yeah. time away from your family is good as long as it's respectful and there's no trust issues or any history mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. you not trust so I think that feeds the relationship I think the awareness is really good the understanding of the habits that we might be doing that are making the mm-hmm. relationship harder uh, getting the help if you need it, which is something like therapy, something like coming here and getting coaching to talk through those really tough things. Like, I just can't get over this about my relationship. Mm-hmm. How do I get past it? Mm-hmm. Or how do I make it better? Um, I think making it better is critical because if you're in a relationship that's particularly difficult right now, because we're going to make it all sound rosy. This is all pretty positive. But you're also going to go through no relationship is perfect. Oh, not at all. All have problems. <laughs> awesome. So what's the problem? Like, what's the problem? Is it something that you can get beyond for us well, my husband and I always say love is not the problem which is great mm-hmm. um, like parenting that. is not the problem we're great parents our families and our upbringing like our culture and our religion not the problem we're so on the same page about our faith spirituality raising the kids to feel grounded mm-hmm. our problem would be through the years because I love that people think my husband and I have this perfect relationship yeah that's Instagram telling you that our problem is financial that's mm-hmm. always been our problem. Like up and down, up, up and, and down. down. Security with finances has always been weird for us. And you look at us and you think, they're fine. They travel. They do this. They do that. No, that doesn't mean that we didn't bring into mm-hmm. our marriage bad habits from our upbringing that oh, maybe yeah. our oh, yeah. parents' our bad parents habits or relationship habits. with money. So my husband and I, very different. We grew up very different when it comes to money. So thank God. Oh my God. Like, thank God. Because in a way it saved us. And I think that's why we're still together. want to be honest. And I think it helps. And it's really yeah. good to debunk couples that look like they got it together like Mm -hmm. no the real things we fight about are the real things the things we're fighting about for us it's very different habits when it comes to finances but then it kind of puts it into perspective as well where like yes the the real couples make it seem like they have it together if they seem that way it's because they're probably working at it and it's work you mentioned it um and it's uh, us we're learning that we're Mm -hmm. learning that but i really like the fact um i feel like it's a very adult relationship that I have yeah. with with my, my boyfriend, with my baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very different relationship than other relationships I had. You know, it wasn't like we fell in love and we have this crazy story. Um, it's a crazy story. Not the story that you, it's not your typical story. <laughs> it's your story. But it's girl. our story. story. And, I, and, I, and I love our story and where we're at now. But this is where we're starting our process in the sense of understanding um, what are our deal breakers, um, what's going to really keep us growing and what moving forward. What are we bringing in? to this relationship and that what we need to let go of. Mm-hmm. So this is where we're at now mm-hmm. and it's going to be a challenge because mm-hmm. it's hard to break down those barriers. A lot of us don't want to talk about yeah. the hurt, the pain that yeah. it is. But I think as adults and we see that our little our little babies are looking at us, they're looking up at us with these eyes that they want to, they're going to, they, what they're going to learn about the world is what we bring to them, right? Mm-hmm. So you see these hopeful eyes, little sparkling eyes and you're just like, I want to be better. Yeah, we should be better. Yes, we're not only going to be a great couple. Yes, we're not just going to be great parents. We're going to be great partners, mm-hmm. and these kids are going to benefit mm-hmm. from all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's where the work is starting now. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's tough because we're we're in the position where we have a family mm-hmm. and we have to establish 
kind of like that foundation mm-hmm. in our relationship in the family sense and everything we have to like kind of just come together all at once and that is tough it's tough, tough but you're also learning Man. what the problem isn't yes you're also <laughs> learning what the problem isn't which is good and it's what we're trying to say today is acknowledge there's going to be problems yep. yeah and god willing that the kind of problems that you could surpass and get through you said you know about raising your kids i love that my husband and i are very aware that financial strain and issues there are the things we want to fix in the marriage as a problem for our kids sake Mm-hmm. My husband's all about, like, I really want them to have a different upbringing. I really want them to have a different relationship with money. And I think that's great. And for me, it's like, yeah, I want them to have sort of the way I was brought up. Like, I had a lot of security in my family mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a lot of quality time. We just, we didn't show love that way. My husband's family, a lot of love and a lot of quality time, but yeah. also a lot of poverty. poverty. And so your relationship oh, yeah. with money is very different. So imagine what we're bringing in. Thank God for our kids, though, in a weird way, we're breeding these kids that it's like, I at least have a piece with stability and finances finances, and nurturing them around security because I don't mean money like material things because neither one of us is material thank goodness Mm -hmm. but I know the importance of them just having that stability so Mm -hmm. I will always be that place for my kids in this relationship Mm -hmm. I will always be that I always fight for that my husband was just at the park with the kids right you got you saw him get home he took him to dinner he's a great dad and it's like thank you Jesus because I didn't have a dad Mm-hmm. I don't have that example. Mm-hmm. I cannot be that. I had a mom who had to be a mom and a dad, so it was really hard to even be the mom and the dad. Mm-hmm. I can't blame her. So we weren't necessarily those people that had a lot of quality time together. And in this relationship, it works because he brings that peace and brings it out of me, and I bring that peace and bring it out of him to have more balance for the kids' sake. So you guys are learning it. Oh, yes. We're trying to continue to live it. I We're don't know learning if you it. have your differences that sort of work or don't work. Our, our differences right now, love is not the problem. Marriage is not the problem. Our differences is like making time for intimacy because mm-hmm. we're so Good. busy. Wonderful oh. segue. Yes. yes. And at the end of the night, you know, he's exhausted. We're exhausted. We don't want to, you know, get intimate. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, we're, we're husband and wife, like... And you we know? do want to be and intimate. we want to. We actually we do want to. Want we want to, but we're exhausted. <laughs> so how do we make it work? We make it work by planning it. This might not sound romantic, but we've done we've gone weeks where we put it in the calendar Great. like this at 8 p.m. as soon as put it in the calendar to put it in as soon as we put those girls down we you know I'll see you in the room you know things like that or like you know what I'm gonna put the girls down you Doing go get ready <laughs> <laughs> you go get ready for bed you know I'll see you in there so he's <laughs> like I'm gonna be filming a podcast just come on in and keep it quiet <laughs> <laughs> That's the moaning it. you hear yeah, week yeah. after week <laughs> after week. Except for today because he's in another part of the state. Yes, yes. The other thing was also like, you know, uh, nap time when your kids, you know, if you have little do ones it. and they still do nap time, do, do it. it then. Do it. Yes, do for it. me, it's it. while I'm nursing, okay? Do it. Like, okay, Believe you, go, you, it or have, not. you don't have to see this. Mommy and Daddy are going to handle this. You go ahead and you keep eating and you, you, tu amor, vente para acá. You yeah. know? Yeah. And it works. I'm with you. Whatever it takes. Doing it in the mornings. When you always say you're exhausted oh, yeah. at night. Yeah. Do morning it in the sex, morning. It's great sex. You know, usually on yeah. the weekends Who it's a good time. Who cares about, you know, anything. Right now I just thought about it actually like sleeping naked. So you just can just go into it. it. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and it's sleeping more like, naked. But some, that makes it fun though. The the well, yeah, it does. Yeah. But so. let's say you have no time, right? We're, yeah. <laughs> we're talking yeah. about time constraints. That's true. 
But, and we're know, also talking about like keeping this. the flame alive. Yeah. So whatever you get to try, whatever you get to try to keep the flame alive. For me, for being the veteran in this room with oh, us being married together, yeah. I think that's always been critically important mm-hmm. to us. Like we got to spice it up. We got to do things that are different and get rid of your hangups and do things that are different. And that can be toys in the bedroom. That can be having sex in the garage in your car when you actually don't need while to. While you're making breakfast, you while you're making dinner. comfortable yes. bed. But you got to do what you got to do. And every example we give, it's because we've done this and we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Whatever it takes to keep it sexy, it's music, it's clothes, music. it's a fantasy. Oh, yes. Yeah. What, one thing that, you know, for me, that keeps the flame alive is listening to music that yes. uh, you know, brought us together. Yeah. So, like, playing music while, you know, we're being intimate I love, that. I love that I just you know it just I just love it um the other thing that I want to try out because you said keep it adventurous um is um Rachel Hollis talks about this like picking picking one month out of the whole year yes to be intimate and have sex every single yes. day yes I want to try that I don't know if it's, how it's gonna I happen, think the but... beauty of that which is I think a really good thing for everyone to try the fact that it gets you to really t- talk to your partner yes, openly. That was the best part of what Rachel that's what she was said, saying. You got to keep it exciting every yeah, day. Interesting. It's, it's it's every day, yeah. and what's really going to get you to the point of no return? Right? What she of said in that letting podcast, go. Rachel Hollis' yeah. podcast, and I'm sure if our listeners do not know who Rachel and Dave Hollis are, you need to know who they are. Like yesterday, Rachel Hollis writes really amazing books. They have a podcast, great conferences. Rachel Hollis's point with that, what she said was, you figure out your hangups and you figure out how to make sex great every time. Mm Because people are not having sex, so it's probably not great sex. And that's probably a lot of relationships. You're having issues in the bedroom because it isn't great and maybe you're not talking about it. Maybe you're not feeling good about yourself and so it's happening in the relationship. You're exhausted. She talked about those years being exhausted. I can think of my years right after kids where I was just done and tired and exhausted. And your body changes. Like, you know, stay mindful that your body changes. Like, you know... Things down there don't work the same yeah. after having kids. So if you're having issues, take care of yourself. Go see a therapist that specializes in like pelvic care. Like a learn, doctor, learn, a yeah. learn about that. A doula because you know it sh- it shouldn't it shouldn't hurt. Um, so learn about your body. Um, listen don't to your live body. With it. Listen don't to your body. Live don't, live, yeah. don't live with not great sex. Yes. That's Rachel Hollis's point. If you are making great sex a priority, you're likely going to have it more. Yeah. If your issue is you're not having enough sex. And maybe you can say it's time. Maybe you can say it's the kids. Maybe you can say... No, it might be something deeper, deeper. and get to the bottom of it because both of you should be having great sex so that you can great want sex, enjoyable continue sex. to yeah. have it. And so that was really a good takeaway. So mm-hmm. if there's medical reasons yeah. why or not, do not ignore that SHRT. And it's always scary after having a baby. Oh, my God. you got to ease into it. Don't do nothing for your man that you're not ready to do. Exactly. I gave myself an extra couple weeks this time around. Once I was comfortable, ready to go, it's just... Yeah, relearning. It's intense. Your body goes through a lot. Your body does mm-hmm. go through a lot. So whether you have kids or you don't have kids, you know, some women experience, you know, painful intercourse. And so mm-hmm. maybe you need an alternative method. Yeah. You learn. know, sex is a lot of things. It, you know, it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. penetration. Sex is a lot of things. I think that's important, too. If you are feeling like you're stale and it's the same old thing you got to have that conversation. you got to talk about that. Open you, up. Talk. Yeah, Communication is key. It's the hardest if you got to write it down. If mm-hmm. you got to write your lover an email. My husband's really good sometimes about just sending me an email about stuff that we know that we sort of haven't talked about. We said we'd get back to it. We said we'd do this one thing. And the time has come. And we just sort of never got to it. He'll send me a quick email. And, hey, these three points. And, great, covered it. Boom, boom, boom. Here's my response. Mm-hmm. It may seem like you said. You're putting it on the calendar. And yeah. you're scheduling it. But that communication is happening. Yeah, that I write communication things down. is happening. Yeah, if I think, so, if like, you know, Luis is not home and I'm, and I think like we need to talk about these things, I write it down a little. Yeah. Like, oh. And do this too. Like, um, 
remind them like hey that last night was great yes mm-hmm. this yes. works we've learned that too to yes. tell them what they tell them, them what's working and I think it's like oh okay and it kind of you know gives you that little mm-hmm. boost of confidence like mm-hmm. yeah I still got it and then you know? thinking about it like or yeah, thinking about it the rest think, of the day and listen mm-hmm. this is one of the hardest things that I think we're giving advice on because we're saying to go from having good sex to better sex or great sex or keeping the flame alive but we're saying it. You, you're going to have to find a way to communicate about it yes your partner will hopefully respect that not get defensive we really hope that you have the kind of partner that will be good with hearing about how to make your sex life better i think if you preface with we're going to make things better let's try mm-hmm. these things and try to put embarrassment to um put aside aside yeah, have, have, fun. And have fun have fun have fun with your intimacy have fun f-u-n that's <laughs> that i was going to say something completely different f-u-c-k get me out the chair yeah i was like hey veronica relationships are always evolving they're going to have challenges. There will be problems. There will be love. There will be things that are not broken. Don't, don't try to change what is not the problem. Mm-hmm. Identify what your problem is. Identify how to work on that problem. If sex is your problem, we just gave you some great tips about mm-hmm. sex and how to resolve that. Uh, in terms of communication, we can't necessarily be there to resolve your sex life. Communication part also. What are your, communicate with your partner. What are your deal breakers? Yes, the deal yeah. breakers. Oh, like talking about the deal breakers. Your and love language. Love yes. language. Stop fighting about things that are not the problem and not a deal breaker. Whether we realize it or not, we repeat things without thinking. And fights could be that, you know, bad habits in a relationship. Maybe just being in a sexual slump. It's just a habit. Just get mm-hmm. out of it. Do the thirty day challenge. Do the thirty day challenge. Do it. Do take it. the take the um, the quiz to learn what your love language is because you may not know what mm-hmm. your love language yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us again this time around for our episode on intimacy, love, and challenges that come up in a relationship. Um, don't forget, please subscribe to our email list and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Level Up Latina. Email us your questions, suggestions, or topics to keep the conversation going. Um, at admin at leveluplatina.com and we want to just thank you again for joining us today and get out there feel yes, love feel yourself love feel your you. man feel your boo feel your boo go to therapy if you need it love yourself learn Just about your body garage, learn about your body ask for help <laughs> don't We're wear here. panties don't wear panties when you're on a date love you guys love, 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 love your yoni and don't forget to level up level, level up, up.